Alrighty, welcome. Uh, Flight and Crime here. Up and running. Um, we are looking at the post-flight of Jake Paul. I, I'm not going to go real crazy in depth on this because it wasn't it wasn't a crazy, crazy exciting flight. The crowd was going pretty nuts about it, which is cool. I mean, it's damn cool. But, and I mean, I agree. Uh, I was a little, little bit inebriated during the whole thing. I mean, well, I got there towards the end of the end of the night, but um, I thought that I thought that Woodley looked good. Don't get me wrong; I thought that a lot, you know, like that one shot that he caught him with, and um, Jake just went flying against the uh, against the ropes. I mean, I think he would have hit the deck if the ropes weren't there. But obviously, you're you're in a ring; he's near the ropes, probably that close to the ropes on purpose. You know, not saying that he he, he wants because because he's keeping range, and you're only going to go so far. You're in a, a confined space, of course. Of course, the ropes are going to be there. But anyway, <coughs> making a short story long. Um, Jake did what he needed to do enough. Enough, you know. Jake Paul did enough enough what he needed to do to get the job done. But but this is what a lot of people are not talking about, and I'm kind of finding this kind of interesting. Yeah, and I got another thing to say about Showtime after this too, but um, Jake started to really slow down towards the last few rounds. And not that not that Tyrone was really kicking it up a notch and, and going for it. He he was a lot of just one punch attacks, one punch attacks. I, I also just think that that Jake's a much bigger dude. Uh, I mean obviously he was a much bigger dude. It's not it's not what I think, but He's a much bigger dude. He's got longer reach. Um, I, mean, I, I got to say, though, uh, Tyrone was in awesome shape, man. He was in awesome shape for this fight. He didn't appear to be slowing down at all. I mean, he's used to five-round fights. What's another three rounds when you're when you're cut and you're in great shape? You know, and obviously his cardio is not a question. I mean, that's that's excellent. But Jake started slowing down a lot, and he started backing up a lot. I don't know what judges are looking at here, but... When you got a, a fighter constantly backing up, you know, and very inactive in the last few rounds, uh, he just wasn't active enough for me to see. I know it's always got to be a 10-9. I know in some aspects there's been a 10-10 when it's just a, you know, at least I thought. I know it was either MMA or boxing that had had that, where it was a 10-10 round because it was basically a stalemate. And I think if that were to happen... A few a few rounds like that, it might have been closer than a than a split decision. We might have even had a draw, you know. And you know, and, and a lot of people probably give me shit for that. Whatever, that's fine. But I could have seen it going to a draw because I thought Jake was you could you could tell the guy was tired. The guy was out of breath. He was just doing what he could to to just get the damn fight over with because you could tell he was just gassing out. But, like I was going to say, I got something to say about Showtime. Just my, I don't know, my my brain, the way it works. Um, and plus, I have heard in the past that all sports are fixed. I mean, if you want to run down that, you know what I mean? That's, I'm sure I probably will someday, but I, I don't have enough energy to, to go into that right now. But people speculate that all, all sports are rigged through certain certain judges, certain uh, certain refs, you know, shit like that. In some way, shape, or form, they're all fixed. You know, which, hey, man, you know, 
Could they pull the wool over my eyes? Probably. I'm, I'm, they probably could if they, you know, they whatever. Anyway. And Jake is under contract with them guys. So, of course, Showtime's going to want to, you know, protect their boy. Hey, you know, just in case uh, Jake starts looking, you know, crummy in there. Uh, you know, go, go accordingly. You know, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Like I said, just some some off-the-wall speculation. The best way I could put it. But, I don't know. Where does Jake Paul go from here? I mean, they talked about that... Uh, Jury dude, Tom Tommy Jury. I think I think it's Tommy. Yeah, Tommy Jury. Uh, sorry, I'm ducking in here real quick to make a uh, correction. I got Tommy Tommy Fury mixed up with Miles Jury. <laughs> so my bad, people. I uh, like a correction here. It's Tommy Fury, not or yeah, Tommy Fury, not Jury. So my bad. Anyway, uh, continue here. I think Tommy Jury's also very new as well. So it's like, I guess that wouldn't be a bad idea. But being that he beat a guy like Tyrone and they want to keep him going on the upward, maybe Tommy Jury is not a bad idea. I don't know how much experience Tommy Jury has. Like maybe his uh, uh, amateur career was a lot longer. Maybe. It could be. He might have had, you know, whatever, 15 fights in his amateur career. I, I, I doubt that many, but who knows? We've seen more from other fighters, but other boxers. So, with that being said, I mean, maybe a fight with Tommy Jury is not a bad idea because it might give him the chance to get to have, you know, keep up in it in competition. It might, might give him a chance to back it off a little bit and fight a guy that, you know, okay, now that I've fought Tyron, and I tell you, I don't care what he says. I, I know we kind of gave some props to Tyron and shit like that, but I don't care what he says because he's got to build up himself, whatever. He's got to... You know, keep things... He's got to keep his shtick going. You know what I mean? Otherwise, he's going to lose fans if he's just a boring boring old dude. But, um... And to keep himself successful, he can't keep going on, on a steep ramp fighting tougher and tougher, tougher competition. So, I don't think the Tommy Jury idea is a bad... I, it, it, it's definitely not a bad idea. Um, who else, I would, I would think? Um, it's funny... I saw I like a make a makeup ad, a makeup poster, whatever, of Matt. Damn it. Um forgive me here. Uh Matt. Matt Brown. I think he recently retired from MMA. So he likes to he stepped up, hey man, let's do this, you know, blah blah blah. Um I probably I probably should look up some more news on that. Um see if I can find a, a post of it or something, but Matt Brown. Yeah, Matt Brown teases interest in being Jake Paul's next opponent. This is BJPenn.com, which I don't really count this as a very good site. So I'm going <laughs> to... But, I mean, I, you know, whatever. It's just it's probably a, a hearsay ad. They probably got it from somebody else anyway. It's probably more reputable than them. But Matt Brown's uh, tweet was, uh, Right before my birthday, his skull would make a great present. Twitter.com, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then he put hashtag, I own Ohio. Being that they're both from Ohio, he kind of wants to make an Ohio thing, and hey, let's go. And hey, that's a good call-out, because Matt Brown, Matt Brown, I think, will be a much better opponent 
Well, I mean, would he be a better opponent than Tyrone Woodley? I don't know. I think Matt Brown <clears throat> has got better reach, obviously. He's got better reach. It sucks he can't use elbows because he's a friggin' professional with them. And uh, I don't know. I think it would make for an interesting fight, but I think there's a damn good, there's a better chance that he would knock Matt Brown out than he would knock out Tyron Woodley. I think Matt Brown doesn't have the chin that he used to have, and I still think Tyron Woodley's chin is better. So that being said, maybe it's not a good idea for Matt. But hey, I don't, I don't give him. I give him credit for sure. Boasting a record of twenty-three and eighteen, the forty-year-old most recently turned back the clock with a second-round knockout of Diego Lima in June. So that's Matt's last. I believe that's his last fight, most most recent fight, or whatever. I, I don't rec- don't uh, uh, quote me, but uh, but I do believe Matt is retired from MMA. I, I believe so. I could be wrong about that, but I, I think I'm remembering correctly. But it says while 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 a Paul a Paul match may be something Brown is open to. As of Monday, Paul is teasing that he could already be hanging up the gloves. I mean, give me a break. He just signed a deal with Showtime. It's probably for, you know, I, I mean, I, obviously I don't buy it, but, I mean, I'm sure the guy's made a bunch of money. And who knows? Maybe he signed a one, one-time deal with Showtime. But why? Why would Showtime be interested in that? It's like, no, we want to we wanna get your followers. The kid's got a ton of followers, of course, uh, Showtime's going to want those followers. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's just silly, whatever. But, I mean, after the fight was over, I'm sure you guys heard about this, too. After the fight was over with Tyron, Tyron's like, hey, let's run it back. It's like, I don't know why they'd want to run it back, really, because it's like, dude, Tyron, you could have stepped up a lot more than you did on that fight. I think Tyron should just go and do another another fight. And then say, all right, I'll do another fight, and then we can we can uh, reconvene. If I win my next fight, we can reconvene. You know, whatever. I don't know. And maybe Tyron just get some get some experience under your belt. You know, get get some more experience under your belt, and maybe you can you know stick your way into a fight with him. You know, get under his get under his skin a little bit, and get it, get your way get, you know tease your way into another fight with him. I it could certainly happen, but. Everybody's saying, oh, he wants to use this to get his way into boxing. It's like, well, he wants to use that to get his way into boxing at the age of 40? I mean, okay, but I just don't I just don't see it. And for what? A five-year career in boxing? I mean, which not bad. If he could be if he could be successful in five years, he could make a lot of money. A lot of money if he if like I said, if he's successful, but Uh, Tyrone, Tyrone Woodley names the toughest opponent he's ever faced. I threw up so bad after this fight. That doesn't necessarily mean, uh, the, uh, Jake Paul fight, though. Let's see what, what fight he's talking about. And good Lord, one of these stupid links on these pages is a girl <clears throat> with just huge... She's really filling out that bathing suit, let's say that. Huge cans, excuse me, but anyway, um, <laughs> my gosh, it's it's completely stole my attention from the topic here. Come on, no, I'm gonna click this though and find out what the hell this is. I threw up so bad after this fall. Oh, this is February, this is February, so this is 
you know, nice, nice clickbait crap. It's a February 23rd. So it's, he can't be talking about uh, Jake Paul. Anyway, we dare you not to laugh at these vacation pictures. Yeah, good gravy. Anyway, um, back on topic. I don't know, man. I just jumped in here to talk about some of the stuff that's been going on lately in uh, fighting and whatnot. And past UFC card, I'm going to run down in a second here. <clears throat> Which, excuse me, I'm trying to find the damn card. But, man, if you guys have not seen Dana White's Contender Series this season, I just watched the first week. Man, talk about some badass fights. These guys are going to be good, man. The names to watch for, man, my gosh, I can't remember the names right offhand, but this uh, blonde dude, he's one of the first fights out. That dude looks like a wrecking machine, man. To talk about a beast, just this dude is cut, man. Big, tough, and fucking brings it, man. Um, damn it, I can't find the card. Bear with me here. But I was going to do a little post-fight of UFC's last uh, gig here, which Barboza gets fucking wrecked. Let me just find Barboza here. Oh, here we go. Gigi. Yeah, Giga Chikatsi. Damn, man. He just mangles uh, Barboza. Nasty-ass knockout. Some notable fights on this one, too. Mershard. Rear naked submission, man. I mean, this dude, when this dude's on point, on the ground, I, I, he cannot be beat, man. I, I don't. This dude's awesome on the ground. It's one of the guys I love to watch fight. I love watching him fight. When it comes to stand-up or ground, I'd say stand-up a little bit more with uh, uh, Vincente Luque. Love watching that dude fight because he's great on the ground. His stand-up's entertaining. Uh, uh, Mearshart, his uh, stand-up's getting a lot better. But, man, I love watching that dude fight on the ground. He just makes it look so easy. So effortless. You know, awesome. And, and uh, DiCirico, oh, jeez, man. Al Hassan, head kick, head, nasty, man, nasty. And and Sam Elvey, man, what is Sam Elvey going to do? I honestly am a, am a, I'm a fan of Sal, Sam Elvey. I just, I, I, you know, whatever. It, it's It's for obvious reasons. Just the guy he is. You know, him and his wife adopted this cute little, cute little girl. And I, 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 th I want to say, don't quote me, I, I, I could be totally wrong, but I want to say she's from South Africa. Just an adorable little kid, you know. And, you know, they adopted her. I mean, talk about hearts of gold. You know what I mean? They're just two awesome people. And that, that's why I always, I've always wished Sam to do good. He's always 35 years old. He's still got... He's still got some time to go. I mean, 35 is looking, it's a, it's a bit late in the career. He's 33 and 16, 33 wins, 16 losses. So he's got a pretty lengthy career. Let me see. Let's see what, let's see what his debut is here. Professional pro exhibition. was uh, ultimate fighter 16, Jory Rivera. He loses to Jory Rivera and beats Leo Kuntz. Yes, I said it there. Uh, three, three fight amateur career, two, two wins, one loss and wins four in a row in King of the Cage racing fight night. Uh, career starts July 19th, 2008. 
So he's been in the game a long time, man. We're talking, what, 13 years? I mean, that's it's a pretty long uh, MMA career, it seems like. You know, he could probably go another four, you know, and make it a, you know, 17, 18-year career. That's it's long for, for what they put their bodies through, man. So uh, I don't know, though. What, what, is he, how, what does he go from here? Does he go to 170? I don't know if it gets any better for him. Does he go to a different gym? From what I understand, he's been training with Team Quest, uh, I believe, uh, Dan, Hendri Dan, Dan Henderson. Dan Henderson. No, but uh, I believe he's been training with Dan Henderson, some other guys, uh, you know, the Dan Henderson crew. Uh, I don't know if that changed recently because I, I believe. I know for a long time he was training with Dan, Dan Henderson, and I don't know if, that, if that's what Team Quest is. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of a lot of coaches and a lot of uh, gyms I do know of, but Team Team Quest, I've known them for a long time. But I don't know if that is Dan Henderson's gym. I thought there was a Henderson gym or some shit, but forgive me if there is. But I thought there was. I thought there was. But uh, so anyway, um, he's age 35. Like I said, 6'2", 185 pounds. Where does he go from here, man? I just don't get it. See, he's he fought Wellington Terman. Uh, like I said, just the other day. And split decision loss. He got poked in the eye two times. Um, I just don't. But he was he he wasn't winning that fight anyway, which is which is a bummer. But yeah, before that, Julian Marquez, uh, April tenth this year, a draw with uh, Daun Daun Jung, lost to Ryan Spann in May of twenty twenty. Clitson, Abreu, Abreu, Jimmy Crute, of course. I mean, Jimmy Crute's been a monster, man. I mean, he ran into a tough dude with uh, Anthony Smith when they fought, but Jimmy Crute will be back, man. He's very young. He's very young in his career, so I'm, I'm excited to see him come back. But uh, Antonio Rogerio Noguera in 2018. So, I mean, he's on a six-fight losing streak, and there's one draw in there in the middle of that. I mean... It's got to be looking towards the end, at least in his UFC career. And I mean, who else would want to pick him up? I'm not. I mean, besides a really, really lower promotion, you know, I don't even know if BFL would want a guy that's on a seven-fight losing streak. You know, which uh, anyway, I'm gonna stop going on and on about it. It's just a major bummer for me, man. I, I do really like the guy. You know, a guy like that with a heart like that, you want to see him do well. But I have to wonder if it's just maybe his. Maybe his gut's not in it. Maybe his wife's not the proper trainer for him. I mean, I understand his wife helps him train and is in his corner for everyone. I don't know if she necessarily helps him train. I can't say that, but I know she's in his corner for every one of his fights. If she is more than just a, a corner person, maybe he needs to not have that. You know, hey, go take care of the kids some more. Let me get some other professional mouths to my ears. You know, let's change this up a bit. Let's Let's reconfigure things if we're if we're going to continue i think he should reconfigure things you know another thing uh daniel rodriguez my gosh just smashes kevin lee man i mean it was an, an unanimous decision but kevin lee just looked like chewed bubblegum at the end of that fight and daniel rodriguez man how, how can you not love to watch that guy fight his last three fights let's take a quick look here before i move along kevin lee preston parsons uh mike perry i mean just ate Mike Perry's ass for lunch. 
Jeez, that didn't sound good. Ugh, gas. Sorry. Daniel's gonna come over here and punch me in the fucking face now. <laughs> but no, he just demolished Mike Perry. Mike Perry had no business being in there. I I don't know what Mike Perry looked really good at one point, and then I think he stopped going to his to his training camps and started having his girl coach him. Now he just looks like he doesn't know what even know what he's doing now. He looked horrible in that fight, and that doesn't say that, that almost like it makes Daniel look bad. You know, and I don't, I don't mean it like that, but Mike Perry just, and maybe that's maybe that's because Daniel is that good. He made Mike, Mike Perry look like a beginner, like he didn't know what he's doing. Because he, he went from looking good to looking like shit. And, I mean, Daniel Rodriguez just ate him up, man. Beats Tim Means, uh, Gabriel Green. So, anyway, we're, we're looking towards the beginning of his UFC career here. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, I, I love watching that dude fight, too, man. He's 16-2. and two. Eight knockouts to his uh, eight knockouts, four submissions, four decisions. He's been decision twice in his losses. Love watching the dude fight, man. Tenth Planet Jiu-Jitsu, of all places, that he's training at with uh, Eddie Bravo, which is cool, man. Thirty-four years old, man. This is a great, fucking great thing for him to be doing, man. He's fought a lot since two thousand fifteen, too. His amateur career was four fights, and he's been in. Yeah, like I said, man, 16-2 and two in his professional career. He's been fighting since June 2015. June 14, 2015, when he became a uh, pro. So, I mean, it's six and a half years. Yeah, six and a half years he's been fighting, man, 16-2. and two. It's nice. Nice. So, anyway, man, uh, I'm just going to patch this card up here. I think I pretty much went over what I wanted to go over on it. Uh, some of the guys, like I said, Sam, Sam Alvey, that's a bummer. Bummer for, uh, Lesio, man. Big bummer. Just a head kick knockout. It was nasty, too, man. Oh, jeez. I don't even remember the, Gil, uh, the Gilmore fight. Uh, Petrosky and, and uh, Gilmore. It's a TKO punches, elbows. I may have just, I may have just been goofing around, doing something around that, around the apartment. But Brian Battle gets a nice win over Urbina. Uh, rear naked choke, second round. It was it was nice, man. Nice job on the submission win. Chikatse, though, holy shit. That's a marble. I th it looked like a good fight, but Giga Chikatse just took over, man. And he got that nasty, man. Nasty uh, knockout. And, I mean, you would expected Barboza to do that. <laughs> so, anyway, it was a pretty good card. I mean, I, I wasn't, like, overly thrilled. But it had some some good uh, some good action, man. Some good knockouts, good finishes. You know what you always want to see. That's what UFC wants to bring. So it was good, man. It was good overall. Um, I know right now this this channel, what have you, is very inactive. Uh, it will be more active in the future. I'm just trying to put things together. You know, being fighting crime, I'm trying to put together some uh, some crime shows. So I can kind of uh, get a little jump on things so I can upload them on a regular basis. So you're not like, oh, when is the next one coming? I mean, it, it's, you know, trying to get it all together so it's it's consistent anyway. In somewhat of a season fashion, you know what I mean? So, but we're going to be talking fights, fight cards. But it's going to be mostly post-fights for a lot of these these fight nights. Because these fight nights, there's so many newbies on here. There's more newbies than I can keep up with, man, to be honest with you. A lot of fighters that I used to cover 
extensively uh, have gone elsewhere, which is fine because I'll cover them cover them there. Um, or they've retired, man. A lot of good fighters have retired in the last five years. So, and I haven't done a podcast in probably five or six years. So, anyway, and if you if you're curious, it's illegal level radio is what we used to do. Me and my buddy Dan. I would imagine Dan would probably be on here as well at some point. I work nights now, so our schedules aren't going to line up, but they'll, they'll line up sometimes when I'm doing a uh, podcast. So it'll be in from time to time. But anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna get out of here. And that'll be that, man. So I appreciate you guys uh, checking this out. Hopefully you like it. Hopefully you get something out of it. And uh, like it, share it, um, and subscribe wherever you listen. Fighting crime. We're getting out of here. Thank <laughs> you.